Hey, dear listener, welcome to another episode of Immature Themes. This is the first episode in 2021. Very excited that we got through that last year. Let's never talk about it again. My name is Tara, and I'm here to guide you through what the theme this month was, which is best live songs. I like this theme a lot because I think there's a lot of variety. You could go in a number of different directions. We only had one overlap, which I was pretty surprised about. I thought that we would all pick quite similar things, but we didn't. It's a little bit all over the place. We focused mostly on um, live audio recordings, taking away from live video because I kind of think they're a different experience, but we chat about that a bit in the podcast so you can hear. Listen on to see which ones we think were the best live performances and also which song that Greer called Stupidly Making Noise for 17 minutes. What a gem. Um, <laughs> the Back Pocket theme was picked by Connor and it was de- near and dear to my heart. Favorite new metal song. Man, love loved that stuff when I was a teen uh you know the more angsty the better uh, a lot of these songs are now stuck in my head forever so apologies in advance when these get stuck in your head so enjoy let me start recording oh yeah there we go yeah welcome back to uh Toronto Anya thanks there's a long two weeks of quarantining although I don't think there's much difference really between there's not is there no life quarantining and life in lockdown is kind of the same thing so I went I went out for a coffee yesterday and it was the first time I'd been outside in like three days <laughs> are you allowed to go for a walk when you're quarantined no no so like I read like we have a treadmill here I just leaned into it I was like I'm doing nothing can't go anywhere yeah, you, you have the the stationary bike too right yeah I didn't touch it for two weeks though <laughs> there's something really like twisted about like you're trapped in the house so you'll like walk in a one in, on a machine indoors and you'll cycle on a machine indoors welcome modern, to the future modern life is rubbish well it's nice to see everyone again we haven't chatted since before before the holidays before the christmas well thank god 2021 yeah we made it we made it we did but like it's a bit shit so far it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a bit it. underwhelming having made it i'm fucking like, i'm having a great time so fuck all y'all yeah, I'm relatively happy, to be honest, like, it's grand. Yeah, and actually quarantining for two weeks, like, there's renewed, I have a renewed sense of hope now that I can like, go for a walk, go to the office, get out of the house. I'm like, oh, it's not so bad. Yeah. It should last a week. Polar Just lower your bar. Next week, yeah. right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like covering yourself in freezing water before you get into the jacuzzi when you're, in, like, ever near a jacuzzi. Because you enjoyed a jacuzzi all the more because you just got covered in freezing water. I think True. that we, we established before that you don't really understand or like jacuzzis. <laughs> Is the hot tub idea going to happen this year? Oh, don't talk. Oh, uh, don't. Stop. <laughs> stop. We couldn't get one over Christmas. That's so a bit of a sore spot. <laughs> all right. Did you guys do your homework for this theme? Yeah. I like this one. Um, uh, best live songs i think it's really broad it has lots and lots of options which is what broad means did anyone find it difficult or anything or did you know right away Little I, bit. I knew it right away i did as well i knew oh. anya anya i wonder if we were going to pick the same one maybe i've uh what's the what's the thing you guys say uh, honorable mention i have that i think could be the same one you pick yeah, I just mm, okay. Who wants to go first? Not me. I I'm actually go, curious to. to I hear can go what you first. 
because I feel like I'm just going to give a broad sweep on just, and I feel like it deserves the shout out. Uh, this isn't my pick, but the entire album, Symphony of Metallica. No. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. The opening. Well, well, of... Actually, Connor and I had that. We didn't we have that discussion whether it would be whole albums or songs, and you were like songs. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm throwing oh, yeah. it out. The whole album it opens with "Ecstasy of Gold," the Ennio Morricone cover, and then "Call of Cthulhu." It's very good. What Connor. album is this again? Symphony Metallica. Metallica. I have not heard it. It is. Me it's just like it's like. You know that scene in The Simpsons where someone's like, did someone order the London Symphony Orchestra, possibly while high, and then they perform at Cypress Hill, and it's just like Cypress Hill plus this fucking symphony? It's like that, except it's Metallica. So it's, I think it's, it's very dumb. good. I had it on VHS when I was younger on the tape at concert. It was very good. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering about with these picks that like, did you guys think about watching it or just listening to it? Because my picks are sort of different between like, mm. it's a good live video versus like, it's a good live listen. Yeah, I, I had the same same thought because it does affect um, like the visual because you can see that like, you know, it does definitely not that you can't pick one that's just audio and it's better or whatever than the recording. But yeah, definitely adds a lot. I didn't even think of all the crap I watched on YouTube. Everything that I, all of my honorable mentions and picks and everything were from, all I was thinking about was like live stuff that had been released on yeah. an album. I, I thought that Same. too. So yeah. I, mine's a recording. Like you can go on Spotify and look it up. Do you know what I mean? Right now, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And it's probably good because if we were including like videos, it would just be like I, all I would talk about was Springsteen. So. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. what are we Don't... like 10 minutes in and you're bringing <laughs> so dynamic Barnstorn. I uh, let's rename this podcast to Connor Talks About Springsteen to the rest of our dismay. You'd probably get a lot of hits and then people would be gutted, they'd like follow, then unfollow instantly. Be like, this isn't Springsteen chat. <laughs> would no, you bring like us to up talk the charts. <laughs> yeah. All right, Anyways, so go for it, I wanted to just get that out of the way. That's not part of it, I'm just bringing it up. And we all agreed it's a great album. Thanks. Uh, first live song I ever heard on an album, this is just an honorable mention, is the song Jerk Off by Tool on the OPATP from 92. I probably didn't hear that until like 98 or 99, but I remember him has, he has a little fucking back and forth with the crowd or a little fucking banter. Not a back and forth, it's a bit of banter. And I thought, hey, that's cool. And I really enjoyed that. Another honorable mention then is, uh, and here's the one I feel like could be a pick from uh, Oinya or Tara, but it's Andy Schultz, the magician. Is that? No, oh, I did. Yeah. I did not pick that. Hey, there's, he's just got. It's just a single, and it's on Spotify. I don't know what the crack is, and it sounds much different. It, it's not like it's a different version. It just sounds a lot different to the album version, and it's very good. I enjoy it a we lot. I do love an Andy, Andy uh, show. I was listening to him the other day. So good. Schoff? I think it's Schoff, right? Is it Schoff? I say, yeah. I say Schoff, but I think it's Schoff. I, I pronounce everything wrong, for sure. I, I'm not like super huge into him and kind of hot and cold on him, but I saw him just after I moved here. Um, and what I really liked about him live was like, because a lot of the stuff, or at least I think in general, a lot of his stuff is kind of like muted on record. Um, and most bands like that, when they play live, they amp it up a little, you know? Um, it felt like him, he was performing like, it was all the same instrumentation and it was still like a full band, but it was very like subdued and even more like kind of mellow than the record. And I was like, cool, no one ever really 
has the balls to get on stage and be like, let's play this one even more chill than the fucking chill record. Like, so I thought that was cool. Oh man. Yeah, I remember one of like lining up, he had his latest record launch um, by a place in Parkdale, um, the Skyline, um, which is what yeah. the record is sort of about. Um, and like like a month or two before it came out, they were doing um, a listening party at the Skyline, but m- my mate and I tried to go, but it was too late. So we were like lining up to try and get into this restaurant. Um, which was kind of a weird experience, but we felt very Parkdale. But I got to buy the record before it came out, which was nice. But we were just like lining yeah. up for about an hour and a half. And they kept just being like, you're not going to get in. <laughs> like, just go home. And it was cold. <laughs> yeah, Skyline Suite. It's like one of the like proper old school diners in the city. Mm-hmm. I think I've ever been there. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. I've just oh, I've, been I've, outside for brunch. <laughs> you definitely have. No, I, I've been there for brunch a few times. I feel like not with Jews, no. No. I, maybe actually, I think it was with Eric. Are you confusing all of us with Eric? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think I've been there a couple of times with Eric. That was it. I was going to say, I'd be too lazy to go to Parkdale for brunch. Right. Parkdale seems <laughs> way too far. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, not, it's not there. It's not that far. It's not bad from where I am. Like, I'm surprised, Connor, actually, when things open up again. Me and you will go down, down, have some yeah. nice romantic Give it fucking brunch. Some eggs. Some romantic what? eggs. Connor, you and I usually have brunch. I can have, I can have brunch with anyone I want. I'm a fucking brunch slut. Wow, egg slut. Yeah, Connor and I, we we were we had a good run of Utopia brunches. Did have a good run of year. Utopia brunches. We'll get back to it probably. 2022. Uh, anyway, that that was an honorable mention. My actual pick is a version of a song which is much different than the album version, even though it's on like a, a bonus version. Like you guys, you guys probably all listen to M83, the old stuff anyway, at least. And that, I think this is their first album. I think it was their first full length or max second. It's Dead Cities, Red Seas and Lost Ghosts. They have like a, a deluxe edition with B-sides and kind of different versions of shit. And uh, you know the track Gone off of that. It's just very atmospheric, like... Dun, 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 dun. And then the big building keyboards and it kind of, kind of has a real Godspeed vibe. On the recorded version, it just kind of builds with the keyboards and that's it. And then there's a bit of a kind of an arpeggio with the uh, keyboard. On the live version, there's a sweet post-rock guitar riff that comes in out of nowhere. And it's fucking sweet. It's just like... It's fucking got a real... Uh, I don't know. It's, and it's not there at all, like on the... Not on the, not in the, the... Like, even if you look them up playing it live now, I was looking it up recently... They don't have that bit, or it's inaudible. But this is like right front and center. It's like Mogwai, it sounds like, which is kind of odd because mm. present day M eighty three is just like kind of dancey tunes and shit. Mm. But that one, that one, I love about it. it used to get me going. I used to put it on all my playlists and mix CDs and shit. Gone live. I only yeah. ever listened to that um the Hurry Up We're Dreaming album. Oh yeah. And I remember I discovered them because they opened for Kings of Leon at the point back in the day. And that's how I discovered M83. Don't save us from the flames. That was a big one, I think. That Saturday's Equals Youth album was so good for me because it was like, I felt it was kind of like, that was the turning point. And afterwards they went like two pop and before they were like post-track, but that was just like right in the middle. Where are they from? France. France, I think. Yeah. It's really just one um, guy. That, that explains yeah. why they have that um, um, 
like the frog song that 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 song with the oh, little yeah. kid that's like let me tell you a story about this frog does it does <laughs> the it? name of, the name of the the name of the song is in french so i can i always just call it the frog oh song, okay I don't know. Oh. yeah do they, do they have a video where they're all wolves as well I've only ever actually seen one music video and it's for Don't Save Us From The Flames and it's the kid going down the hill on the bike and it's going to semi-animated. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But that's that's Big Ron's pick. Large Ronald. That's good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, listening to that. Yeah. Listening to all of them, actually. Come here, Seb. Except, um... except the Metallica. <laughs> Do it. Seber, are, like, I feel like the Big Ron moniker was kind of... Uh, Invented over here in Toronto. The big Ronaker. It was. The big yeah, Ronaker. That's right. Yeah. It was. The big Ronto. Yeah. Big Ronto. Um, but so have you, have you tried to like bring that back home to yeah. Cork? And I'd call it, I exclusively, I exclusively refer to myself as Big Ron. And are the, lads, are the lads like latching on as enthusiastically no, as we did? Zero percent. You should call I haven't really seen anyone. We never over. called him Big Ron either. <laughs> I know. I got no, we called him Seb. <laughs> I used to sign stuff off as Big Ron at work for a bit. I, I, my favorite one is Rono. Rono, yeah. <laughs> Rono. Five years for the pounds. Uh. You're too young over the hostel. <laughs> yeah. Rono. <laughs> um, I'll go next with my pick, if that's okay. Um, I've got two honorable mentions. Well, one of my honorable mentions, I was like tied with the top pick, but um, I really like the Nick Cave album. <laughs> See, this is like I feel like Nick Cave is uh, my Springsteen. To like, oh, definitely. Connor talks about Springsteen. I talk about Nick Cave all the time. Um, but the Idiot Prayer album that came out, so he recorded it during um, lockdown, and it was just him at um, Alexandra Palace playing a piano, and I like bought a ticket and watched it um and it was really really great but um they just released the album like a couple months ago of the just the audio um but the song that I like the most on it is just like a different version of um Palaces of Montezuma which is a Grinderman song and it's like my favorite Grinderman song and I might have meant I don't know if I've meant yeah I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast before but maybe I have um but yeah, anyway, he does a, a version of it that's just piano and it's really, really nice. So um, that was my kind of like uh, new-ish live song that I very much enjoyed. Um, and then, well, also one thing, because um, I'm sure maybe you guys have had the same thing said to you, like with lockdown and everything, because we used to all go to a lot of gigs um, and like a few people saying to me kind of like, oh, you must really miss going to gigs like now that nothing's happening. Um, and I actually find the opposite because I'm just like the thought of being around that many people gives me a lot of anxiety and I don't want to like it's I don't really miss it. Like, I don't know how you guys feel about going to live shows. I think, yeah. Tara, it's like that um, when I think about it and I think about uh, being that close to people, I think of that Idols gig that we went to. That's <laughs> just like so sweaty everyone was on top of everyone it was really was really great. good but it was just like never in your COVID nightmares would that happen now <laughs> that's true that was a great one that yeah. was in uh lee's palace right yeah actually speaking of idols uh dan was telling me last night that apparently idols are gonna do a full cover album of uh gang of four entertainment oh. weird ah fuck off lads 
I know, I know. And I was like, he was kind of excited about it. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I'd be worried about that now. I'd be like, just leave it alone. Don't touch a classic oh, like I that. Oh, I don't know. Like, some, of the, some of the covers they've done so far have been good, though. Like, they're I know, different. but a full album, like, I was like, go on, do a cover. Like, do one song. But, like, don't, don't do the whole thing, please. How is Dan getting this info? I don't know. He must have read it on the internet. I mean, like, it's not like he's mates with them or anything, but. I know. <laughs> You're mates with them. Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, actually, I I did drink in the same bar as them. Oh yeah, I did twice actually. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just just watching memories <laughs> come back to Greer is really funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I was well, no. The, before they played in um, Hard Luck Bar here in Toronto, I was like, kind of, I wasn't asked going home, so I kind of went straight from work. So we went into the Lucky Strike Bar, which is kind of next door. And it was just kind of me in there, like reading my book, having a pint, just killing time before going, whoever I was meeting up with. And like, so idols like came in, like they had done their sound check or whatever. So they just kind of rocked in for a couple of beers before the show. So it was just me and idols and the barman in this, <laughs> in the bar, like basically. <laughs> and then, and then we hung out with the bass player in that bar in Brooklyn that time. So there you go. Yeah. So you have overlapped with those boys. <laughs> what time in Brooklyn? Some other time. Um, it was the last time we went down. Um, we met guys at that gig. When you were, yeah, he uh, was also we were... drinking with John Dwyer, and I was so fucking mm-hmm. mad because yeah. I'm just like Greer's just living his best life drinking with all my musical heroes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we'd gone to uh, that festival on the Saturday, and then the OCs were doing like a four night thing in the Warsaw venue in Brooklyn, and we went on the Sunday night, which was the last night of their run. And we'd gone to this bar called A Bar around the corner before, and then uh, went to the show, whatever. And we we're like, "Oh fuck it, you know, we'll go around to that back to that bar." It was it was a cool little bar, so we went back around there, and then you know, then all the band came over, and the bass player from Idols was just randomly there as well, hanging out. So yeah, we were just chatting away to John Dwyer and Bio from. I remember, I, I think I was in, I was in Brooklyn like a week or two after that. And I went to Abar after you recommended it. And oh, yeah. there was a photo, there's a photo booth in there. And I was just, I spent the whole time being like, I can't believe Greer didn't take John Dwyer into the photo booth. <laughs> Kiss him <laughs> and stuff. Like, like what a missed opportunity. Like you could document this. This is amazing. <laughs> well, I kind of gave him stick. Like he was like, uh, he was like, oh, you're Irish. Yeah. He's like, and we were chatting about the button factory. He loves that venue playing in, in Dublin. And, um, he reckons the sounds really good. I was like, all right, whatever. But and he told me some joke, some Irish joke, um, and like I was like, John, that wasn't funny at all. That was wasn't good. Like, <laughs> can you remember it? <laughs> no, it was it was pretty forgettable. Like, to be honest, was it about <laughs> potatoes? Yeah, could have been, could have been. But yeah, it was funny. You're just telling him off, but all right. Well, I'll get back to my my picks then. Um, my next one is. Um, I couldn't find the version that I listened to at the, so KEXP play this a lot um, and I couldn't find whatever one they play but it's Chris Cornell singing River of Deceit which is a Mad Season cover um, and well I guess it's like it was like a reunion show a couple it was like maybe a year before he passed um, but they have it it was a symphonic reunion so they had which is funny you're saying at the symphony at the beginning um it's him singing this with a symphony but it's really just uh, I like the way it builds up and it sounds really really good um and then also like after he passed away and you listen to it again you're like oh this is a bummer of like um 
yeah i don't know a lot of the words are like my pain is self-chosen you're like Ooh. oh yeah it's like oh i should have said that comment <laughs> yeah yeah but um it's a really really nice live version the only thing that i could find on youtube was um someone's video from the show but the sound was sort of shit but um, i hate that so i'll try and hunt i'll try and hunt that down but um yeah kxp played quite often so it is a good one um for like a live thing um and then my actual pick which i think i don't know if anya maybe picked as well is well i wanted to pick the whole thing but um queen at live aid like just Ooh, like good one. all of their yeah it's just perfect like everything to listen to like to watch like it's it's like the best kind of live thing but to narrow it down to uh an actual song rather than all of them i think the radio gaga part is uh is the best of that is that the one that has all the audience interaction yeah 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 radio gaga radio Google. they bought the rights (laughs) to the film metropolis you know, like Suited. the Queen. Yeah, the, the silent um, film. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't know if today I get the rights to it, and and we get the. I don't want to give the wrong info here, but I know they have to pay to use it, and they were like, okay, it's cheaper to just buy the fucking. Obviously, not the studio. Maybe just the rights to the entire movie. Let's let me get the live video info here. Wah, 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 wah. Are, we, are we gonna need a fact checker for this podcast? That's the I? thing, isn't it? <laughs> I think Metropolis. You're ready. It's from the 1927. Blah blah blah. Okay. Queen were granted a right use, however, Queen had to buy the performance rights from the communist East German government, who were the copyright holder at the time. So they were supposed to be able to use it. And they're like, actually, it turns out it's owned by the communist East German government now, so you got to buy it off them. I knew there was something weird about it. That's weird. (laughs) But that's not related to Live Aid. (laughs) No, just the the song Radio Gaga, sorry. It's pretty interesting. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. All right, I'll give you that. That was an interesting fact, Seb. Thanks. Good tidbit. <laughs> um, but yeah, good little tidbit of knowledge. But yeah, no, I like um, I listen to that pr- pretty regularly. That whole set, it's pretty great. Um, didn't like the movie Bohemian Rhapsody all that no. much. Like it was just like watch us remake Live Aid shot for shot, and it's like, or we could just watch Live Aid. Yeah. Did I feel like we watched that in Open Your House one day, Tara? Maybe or some. I, I've watched that. No, recently I watched it on a plane, someone, and I wouldn't have put it on myself. So I was definitely. Wait, do you mean the Live Aid or Bohemian Rhapsody? Live Aid. Bohemian. Um, oh, yeah. oh, I put it on Live Aid. Yeah. That was definitely me. I was like Bohemian Rhapsody. No. Um. But yeah. No, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody and then A Star Is Born after one after another on a plane, and I was like, these are both bad movies. Were you trying to sleep? Star Is Born is good. <laughs> I don't care for the music in it, funnily enough, but the film itself is decent. I just couldn't get past the fact that it's Lady Gaga, you know? It's just her face is all like... Yeah. I love the relationship between Bri- Bradley Cooper and his older brother in it, man. It'll get you. I'm telling you. It's good. <laughs> it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. A little, little softy. Um... But that's funny that you're saying about that they had to buy the rights to that thing. What do you guys, this is just a little side tangent. Um, what do you guys think about all the uh, people selling their song rights off now? Got Bob Dylan, Neil Young sold some, Fleetwood Mac are selling song rights. I was reading something about, I was reading something about it's like how they're not um, touring as much. So they don't have that income 
which I don't know. I feel like these mm. older musicians probably have a them. lot of money. Aren't they auctioning them en masse, like a, like a Sotheby's-style auction? Isn't that how it's going? Some of them are. Some of them are straight up just selling them. But I have a very, I have a very hard time believing that Neil Young and Bob Dylan are hard up for cash because they're not touring. Yeah. To be fair, Dylan. okay, so like those rights, those are for, so those, those guys are some old farts, right? Yeah. And the rights to those songs, the money that you can make out of them is very much on like a, it's over time. So if you're like fucking 70, like the, the company that whoever's buying it off, you'll be like, listen, I can make money from these for 50 years, but they won't be fucking knocking around in 50 years. So like they just get more money out of it. I reckon that's the case. They get more money in their lifetime for them to spend yeah. you know, selling it before they die. Yeah. They could be worried about their estate as well. It's like the fucking Arthur Conan Doyle estate. They always sue people for fucking infringing on like close to stories just because they're cocks. And, uh, oh, yeah. There was something recently, wasn't there, that they made. Um, did they sue some show that had like a Sherlock ish character that wasn't? No, it was, it was, it was um, really. Enola Holmes is obviously that, yes, it is Sherlock with, um, Holmes. But the character itself yeah. is public domain now. But the story they said is based on something that came much later. But it wasn't. But any little bit, they'll say, okay, it's been only it's a couple of years till this particular story is public domain. And even though if it's, but like tiny bit related, they'll try and sue you. Apparently, I'm you know I, I don't know all yeah. the ins and outs, but maybe they're they know their families are fucking dicks and they're like, oh, fuck them, Let's get rid of it. I wonder if it has anything to do with like not getting paid as much for streaming or anything. And they're just like, fuck it. I'll just sell these rights. And it's just a big injection of cash. I mean, and also I don't really like people talk about like selling out or anything like this. Who cares about selling out, man? Fucking everyone needs to eat. Well, I I didn't, I didn't think of it as selling out. I was just surprised. I was like, like Greer said, I wouldn't have thought that these guys would be hard up for cash. Probably not. They're, also maybe they just don't want to leave it die you know and be like you know I'm, I'm sitting on this it's it's worth money I can go get buried with her I can take it all and do something with the money I see Connor's point so get the what, yeah Connor what about if Springsteen starts selling his catalog fucking makes no difference to me <laughs> do you know what I mean I know yeah you're not going for my bait there I was waiting for you to get mad Springsteen no do what you want. You still get to listen to it. Ain't no time. Yeah, yeah fair. Uh, all right. Well, Anya, we didn't overlap then. Do you want to go next? We didn't overlap. Um, so, yeah. So, I'll go through my honorable mentions first. Um, I thought we were going to overlap. I live version of a song I really enjoy. One of them is Nick Cave, Bleecker Street. That's great live. Mm. Um the Frames set list, great live oh, record. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Any song in particular? Um, I jotted down like Revelates, obviously brilliant. Um, Santa Maria, I really enjoy as well. I actually have that one uh, on my list, uh, Anya. <gasps> particularly because it's great. Yeah, so good. It's so good. Well, it's a great um, song anyway, and it really lends itself to just opening out a bit, like live and really crushing it. So, yeah works yeah so um, i started listening to the frames i only listened to that album it was only years and years later that i listened to like the non-live stuff true i actually i've never seen the frames live a friend of mine they were supposed to play in june 2020 maybe 
in Dublin. There was supposed to be a gig and then they rescheduled it for, I think, this year. And a friend of mine was like, oh, you can have a ticket if you want to come home for it. I was like, well, we'll see how COVID's going, but I'd nearly go if um, very good live if it's feasible be great be one i'd really enjoy seeing them just I, would. Once. I saw them in vicar yeah. street um went with my sisters when i was i was probably only 18 or something but uh and that wouldn't stood out and that's why like that song is elevated for me as well from that gig as well santa maria just like yeah nails it would have been just yeah. uh, i would have just seen them just after sort of before the birds come out and even the opening track on For the Birds, they had like a like a piano player and everything, and they did that opening track to start the gig, and it was like, it was beauty. Yeah, they had like it wasn't just the band; they had all the side players and everything, just full production. So it was great. Anyway, go on, Anya. Yeah, I used to live with a girl that loved the frame, so I've seen them a few times because she would always like want to go. And yeah, they're they're always they're just always good live. You'll never be. Bad. I mean, not that they I've play all that much anymore. Like. Anyway. I've never they played at Oxygen. You guys would have seen them. No? Well, I've seen Glenn Hansard solo twice, and he had a big band with him. It just yeah. the band was not the Frames. Do you know what I mean? It was just billed as Glenn. The Hansard. Frames. I think the Frames played Oxygen. Um, they were on the main stage. Like I feel like it was before Queens of the Stone Age or something. When, I, I, didn't year, a, I, I didn't see him at. I didn't see him at Oxygen. I saw him. I saw him um, in Belgium and where else? Ireland, I guess, somewhere. Can you remember that? Well, the last time I saw um, I saw Glenn Hansard, you were there as well, Anya, at the yeah. Danforth, was it last year, the year before? And two people around me fainted. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was crazy. It just, it just wasn't that kind of gig. It was so surprising that people no. were dropping. Was... They could have huffed yeah. really stopped... strong weed. He stopped the gig to just be like, help that girl <laughs> and like help her. And the lights went on and like they had to, I think an ambulance came and everything. It was very strange. Yeah, well, yeah, that's so weird. lame. Imagine being that person that Glenn answer kick. How do you recover socially from that? Like, <laughs> um, I was at a Jose Gonzalez gig where several people fainted as well, and like another one that you wouldn't think. Is like, it, are is they it, are they all just like overcome <laughs> with his allure? I think Jose Gonzalez was at Phoenix mid-summer and it was oh, really yeah. hot. It's the that, that, like, they, 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 only, yeah. they only have that one fan. Um, yeah, so I think that's why the Glen Hansard, I don't know why they were fainting. My mate nearly passed mm. out at a... Well, we went to see... Uh, who are those Dublin lads fucking were nominated for a Grammy? Oh, DC, Fontaine. Fontaine's. Fontaine's. Fontaine's DC, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. He nearly passed out at that, but it was purely because he smoked too much hash oil and that was it. That was the only reason. <laughs> So that's, whenever I see someone faint at a gig, I was like, you're dehydrated or you just smoke too much. Cracking on. So my, are they all my honorable mentions? Oh, another one I, one I just enjoy is Fleetwood Mac, Big Love, Live. It's always enjoyable. Um, but then my main pick is uh, the actual sound quality in the album isn't great, but it's Sam Cooke live at the Harlem Square Club. And it's just brilliant because he's so all of his stuff, if you listen, is so polished and like, you know, suitable basically for sort of, you know, the 50s kind of polished sound, sort of croonery sound. But uh, this album Live at the Square Club is was recorded in 1963, but it wasn't released until 1985. And it's just amazing. It's it's 
even though the quality of the sound isn't great, it's one that you would think you'd love to have been at that gig. It's just amazing. Um, my song pick is Bring It On Home. I just think it's brilliant. I don't know if you guys have listened to it or heard it. No? I haven't, I so. but I I was thinking of picking Otis Redding for one of these because I like the, there's the, Otis Redding does a live at the Whiskey Go-Go, um, which is good. So I'm sure the Sam Cooke would be kind of similar-ish vibes. Yeah, it just sounds amazing. There's great energy. It's just song after song. It's only like 35 minutes long of an album. And uh, I just, I came, came across Spotify recently and I actually ordered the record as well because I was like, I really want to just have it. So yeah, um, it's been covered a bunch of times. Van Morrison has covered it, The Animals, Robson and Jerome. Um, (laughs) I forgot about those books. (laughs) What was, what was, was it Jerome was in Game of Thrones as well? He went, what was his name? Really? He was, he was Bronn Bronn, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. He was in an episode of Black Mirror as well. The both of them were in like a detective show back in the day. London's Burning. Oh yeah. No, London's Burning. They were in, and then they had their own show after. I think. Yeah, they were both. Weren't they in like Heartbeats or something as well? That's what I'm thinking. Heartbeat is the one that. Something. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. So, I just remember that they sang that um the song from Ghost. What's that one? Unchained Melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was like the number one in the UK for like a long time. Oh yeah. That's the oh, only yeah, reason I know all those guys. I was from. It was always on the radio. I haven't thought about them in a long time, but my mate Minnie texted me like three weeks ago and said, hey, do you think we're the Robson and Jerome of Cork Screamo? And I was like, yeah, I do think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to reiterate, my pick was not Robson and your pick of Robson and Jerome of, of Cork Screamo. Hey, is, is, is Sam Cook? He's the guy's like, I don't know much about biology. No, he sings um Cupid. Change is gonna come, come which is amazing. Oh. Um, but yeah, that I, I don't know if that's on that album, but he kind of goes through all of his like croonery hits, but he does it in a really raw, live, excellent way. So I'd say He's great. give it a spin. That is yeah. Sam Cook. I Google it. It's Sam Cooke, oh, it? Wonderful World. Oh, that's a good song, but I'm not trying to call nobody out. I just, here. My research fell short. I just, I didn't. <laughs> I know, I like Seb is the fact checker. He's like, I Googled it after I, because I didn't want to be wrong. I'm not Googling your stuff. I'm just Googling <laughs> stuff I say in case I'm wrong. Snoop's determined that this was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, even if we never make another podcast, I think uh, the fact that we've, we've, you know, covered the ground of Robson and Jerome. Mm. I think we can go away happy. Our, our work here is done. Were they ever really hot? <laughs> Robson like, or Jerome? Discuss. Were they ever really hot? <laughs> and like Mr. Blobby and talking about what other, I don't know, I mean, nonsense like, that we've chatted about. We've really hit all the all the good stuff. You'd think we'd run out of shite to talk about at some point, but here <laughs> we are. Oh, God, no. Just Listen, I only know don't, until don't spoil my back pocket thing, okay? But maybe we should do maybe we should do a spin-off episode of our favorite no. Robson and Jerome. Are they a band that I bet you if we if we listened to like their top they also songs did the white Spotify, we'd the, know the white clips of Dover. <laughs> mm, yeah, didn't they? I think or 
Anyway, Connor, so Robson or Jerome? Uh, or your song <laughs> For my song picks, it's Jerome. Um, yeah, okay. I, uh, I'd have, I've got a bunch of honorable mentions as always. There was like loads of different like ideas that I was like, you know, what kind of, there's a lot of different ways you can have a live song, right? Um, I did want to give a shout out to Live and Dangerous, just all of Live and Dangerous, but like I just couldn't pick anything off Live and Dangerous, although. Well, I was thinking that somebody would do it, but I remember talking to you and you ruined that. <laughs> not ruined yeah. that album for me but i was just like live and dangerous is such a great album live it sounds so good and you're like tara stop <laughs> it's, it's like known for it's like studio work afterwards <laughs> i didn't yeah. know that but when they did the rosalie uh cowgirl song that's that's great the cowgirls my absolute fave lizzie song so that gets a mention um i want you to want me by cheap trick live at nippon budokan um it's like the version of the fucking song because like the original recorded version sucks but that live version fucks um cheap trick how does that go hum that for me come on i just i want you to want I me want go. You is that the one is the one the strange song to be I into that would not register i didn't know that was a no i, I don't know it just reminds me of um it's in 10 things. Cover. There's letters, you, right? letters to Cleo covered in, in 10 I only know the letters to Cleo cover, in fact, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's Listen to this version. Tara will put it yeah. on the podcast. It's great. It's like best power pop song of all time. But that's an audible yeah. mention. Also, there was a Velvet Underground song. I went to see the Yola Tango one time. And they were like, oh, this is a Velvet Underground cover. And then they played the song. And I'm like, I've never fucking heard this song. And I'm a huge fucking Velvet Underground nerd. And I went digging for it, and it's this song that they only played like live. So it's on like the third side of the Matrix tapes, and somewhere in Live '69 or something like this. And it's called "Over You," and it's like really nice, really sweet Velvet Underground song. But I didn't want to pick a song that was like, I, you know what I mean? Like I like that song because that's the only way I can hear it is live, not because it's live. Um, so ultimately what I landed on was the one live album that I listened to a lot is uh, Miles of Isles by Joni Mitchell. Uh, it's cool because like half half the album she's playing with the LA Express and it's the first time she ever toured with a band and they're kind of like a bit of a jazz combo thing. Not a combo, I don't really know, but like they're jazzy. Um, and there's a bunch of songs that she kind of does in a bit of a different style, which I always like live, but... The one that she, the one that I picked is Woman of Heart and Mind, which she just does on her own. Um, and it's not that different from like the studio recording, but it's better. It's just like a little bit better. It's kind of for me, like that's the one that I want to go to. Um, and it's also the only time I'm pretty sure that Joni Mitchell ever swears in a song. Uh, and it, what swear word does she use? She says, fuck the line is um, drive your bargains, push your papers, win your medals, fuck your strangers. Don't leave you on the empty side. Um, and it's like, yeah, if you pull out, like, if you, if you're really sparingly pull out, pulling out the F bomb in your catalog and you do it once, it's like really, really rams at home. What's she normally say, guns? Make, make love to your strangers. No, I mean, like, on the recorded version, she swears as well. Oh, okay. Right. Um, hug your strangers. Um, see, Joni, if you could change this line, I think it would be more enjoyable for the whole family. But anyway, just that version, it's just like a little bit more like, and she's just got such an amazing voice. Like, I'm like, how is she fucking singing this shit live? And it's just, just great. So 
big Johnny man over here. So whole album's great. Nice. I'll give it a listen. Hmm. And uh, finally over to Locad Greer over there. Oh, Locad is the name I have up there. I don't know how to change that. Anyway. What is Locad? Locad's his name that comes up on Zoom. I don't know why. (laughs) What does Locad mean? It's just off of my computer. I don't know. Why is your computer called Locad? That's a letdown. I don't know. My buddy Tom gave me this computer years ago. So maybe it was to do with him. Um, I can rename you. Locad. Locad. Yeah, so for me, I was kind of... I yeah, I couldn't think of any particular sort of just a full live album that I was like, uh yeah, to go for. And then I went down the rabbit hole of I like fish, you know, and jam bands and stuff like that. So um they're notoriously like a live they're live bands, you know what I mean? Like so fish definitely and like um bloody what do you call them? Garcia and the boys. Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead. Dead. Yeah. Sorry, but they should be called Garcia and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you can go down that, but it's just, it's just too much. Like these guys have, like fans just take bootleg tapes of every show and there's just thousands. Like, so you can't really, it's not like there's a definitive, definitive um, version of any song because there's so many versions. Have you gone through, ever scrolled through the Grateful Dead's discography on Spotify? I haven't looked at Fishes, but the Grateful Dead is just like, there's like 200 albums. Right, like yeah. All the live bootlegs and stuff. Yeah, Fish is some, somewhat similar. Like, they've got so many. So they, Do they change up their set list in that then, or is it just the same live stuff? Oh, over they, they change it up, yeah, all the time. And they do yeah. loads of covers and just, yeah, it's like, and they play like hours and hours and hours sets. Like, they make Bruce Springsteen look like, bloody i don't know one hit wonder or something like coming out playing the hit but um yeah so i i wouldn't yeah so i kind of didn't go down that path in the end um and then i was like like you were saying from the outset tara like about like live videos that's kind of more what i gravitated towards in the end uh well for a while because you get that visual and it's about the performance and there's something else appealing that you don't get just listen to the album version on the record um and a couple that would fall into the, that category would, would have been like, you would have seen uh, fucking at the drive-in on Jules Holland doing uh, one arm scissors. Oh my God, yeah, so right? sweet. So that's like, as a young lad, like 16, seeing that, you're like, oh yeah, here we go. You know, I'm into this and I'm going to be into this and stuff like this for ages. So <clears throat> that was definitely, definitely one. And then like- For a, for a while. <laughs> Well, you know, I actually saw them recently in Chicago. Well, maybe five, four or five years ago now, and it was good. But like, it was, I was just like, ah, yeah, I would have, I would have liked this more when I was twenty. You know what I mean? Um, and then also, I, I was thinking about Villagers. We talked about Irish band Frames earlier on, and I Villagers. Like, and, I like Villagers. You know, and that mm. I don't like a lot of their stuff to be honest, but like that that one song piece is is just great. And oh yeah, um, there's. Uh, how they came to well greater popularity outside of Ireland at least was that he did a version on his own on Jules Holland as well of that song which was great um but there's a full band version on YouTube which you can find uh recorded at Abbey Road 
and it's it's class like and they got the strings and they got everybody in there and it's yeah the performance is amazing and way better than the the album version so um what else i would say uh one that makes me smile a great video uh all the time if ever in a bad mood or if anyone's ever in a bad mood i would suggest putting on um the sugar cubes birthday which is bjork's you know early band yeah <laughs> and uh it's just so joyful it's just like this this young young little dynamo bjork like just full of like she's so cute and just but full of so much confidence as well and just like so free and she's just the stuff she's doing with her arms and her voice obviously is incredible and it just makes me smile anytime and then as you were talking as well about the live aid stuff i, I thought about um Paul Simon, Graceland. Uh, do you know that live version in in uh, I guess South Africa? Mm. You got the boys doing the backing and everything, and that that also always makes me smile. Um, but ultimately, I went for something more more depressing. Oh, one other honorable mention: uh, Daniel Romano, who I love. He was a great fucking Ontario guy. And the first time I ever got into him, or the first song I ever heard from him, uh, it was called "I'm Not Crying Over You." And it was done on, I think, CIUT, which is the kind of the college radio station here. There was a live version done on that. And I heard it I heard it on the radio just driving around one day. I was like, that's class. And it's definitely better than the album version. Um, and just immediately, I was like into the guy and have been since. Um, so I, I didn't know he was um, from Ontario. Yeah, he's from, he's from Welland, which is like right down near, it's like a border town down near Buffalo almost. Near Saint, yeah, it's near Saint Catharines. Saint Catharines, yeah. Yeah, oh, I just assumed he was American. Yeah, and uh, so that was that one. But anyway, in the end, because the other, and I don't know if this is cheating or not, um, but the first thought I had, and, the fr- and it's going to be my choice, is Mogwai like Herod, um, which you know, it's not necessarily a live version, but it's a it's a session. So it's a, if you if you want to oh like John, a John Peel thing John Peel session yeah that counts yeah so yeah I, th- I think so too. I know yeah. I think it counts for yeah. sure but it's just another distinguished distinguished uh, separate version of what nice. we're talking about so um but yeah the album version is great it's an amazing tune but the uh, that version on the BBC sessions is just incredible it just goes on for ages just stupidly making noise for like 17 minutes or something but it's so great and like just the feedback like the, the kind of this part where after it kind of explodes and then they're it kind of settles down a bit but they're the feedback of the guitars and they're just like it's like a call and answer of feedback from the two guitars and it's like it's something that is of the moment like you can't you can't write the same or play the same feedback like twice you know what i mean so mm the way they do it in this version is just it's just fucking it's just it's perfect like in its imperfection and uh yeah so there you go that's my choice class nice nice i like that phrase that you should have for your your first solo project should be called stupidly making noise for 17 minutes (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't worry it's just a name 30 minutes later (laughs) (laughs) My, my back pocket theme is a little bit of a silly one. Um, we were drinking in the park there the other week and 
Greer sticks on nearly a month ago now, maybe fuck, where's the time go? Right. Greer sticks on a rake of fucking new metal, which I didn't see coming. Um, <laughs> and I was never really that, into that new metal. That is a surprise from, from Greer. I, I was well, never really into yeah. new metal, but like I was. There's some bangers. There's some bangers. And recently I was going down a bit of a YouTube rabbit hole as I do, and I'm like, man, there's some bangers. Um, so, and I think we're all of the generation, you know? So this week's theme, back pocket theme, is what's wait, your favorite? Connor, wait, please don't make it metal. <laughs> I'm only joking. Go on. What? It's almost as if you predicted the words that are about to come out of my mouth. What's your favorite new metal song? Oh, that's actually it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> So my first question is, what is new metal? <laughs> Sorry, I just love that. Like she asked that, and you can see her googling it, like it's work. <laughs> you you got very professional there for a second. What is new metal? Come on, Anya, I know you know. Is it NU or NU? NU. Wow, fuck! You're the same age as us, though, so you you do know what it is. She's too classy to know what new metal is. She was probably playing that classical piano while we were all like <laughs> raging to Papa Roach, you know. Oh, I listened Papa to Papa Roach. Roach. That's okay, new so metal. perfect. I'm gonna get in here because my pick is objectively the best new metal song, and I don't want anyone else to take it from me. Which is Papa Roach's Last Resort. Ooh, Ooh. Good. It's so good. It's, <laughs> You know, it's pretty great. I like the video too. It's good. The video is great. Oh yeah, it's got it's got the um the fish eye a lot, right? And, and it's like the zooms and stuff. But you know when they've like it's it's like looking at the person when they're in their bedroom, and then like zooms to their face in the crowd. That shit is fucking tight. Um, but like whoever produced that song, I reckon those lads wrote that song, and it was like seventy percent there. And they got into a studio and the dude was like, this is what you're going to fucking do. You're going to make this verse quiet. You're going to make like a little stop here. You're going to put in these fucking sick drum fills in the outro. And it just slaps. And that like, particularly in the end, there's like some of those drum fills. And I'm just like, man, these are fucking tight. Um, so that's just a song that like hits start to finish. And it took me a decade to admit to liking it. You know what I mean? I had uh, it's a good memory of um, that house that you used to live on in Shaw was having a house party once and we were walking from my house on were you with us um, maybe we've been drinking at my house and then we went to Connor's to go to the party but we were on like an old like teen song kick walking we were like blasting music as we were walking to your house and like Papa Roche came on as we entered and we were like yeah <laughs> it was like last resort and we just lost our minds a little bit can I have, I mean, maybe it's not new metal, but I was just going to say, I, I like loved Papa Roach when they came out because, you know, I was really like angsty and angry. Um, I remember my friend from California, she's from, she's, I remember when I met her she was like, oh, I'm from like a small town outside of San Francisco. You've probably never heard of it, Vacaville. And I was like, that's where Papa Roach are from. Like, I know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like knew that right away. I was like, what are you, are you kidding? Um, but one of the songs that I used to love on their album it was a hidden song at the end and like oh god this is kind of embarrassing to admit really but um I loved it so much and it was I think I really you know when you should never re-listen to things you really really liked as a kid 
now in hindsight it's like a reggae song that Papa Roach have and it's called Circus and I like had the lyrics written on my teenage bedroom wall like because it or a tightrope oh. I think it's called but like, like the whole street on the wall based. oh yeah oh yeah I was that was person. this like that famous uh, goth Tara picture is this around that period yes. This this was around that when I was gothy and angry and mad. Um, yeah, I, I I remember I used to listen to like that song and I like fucking loved it. So that would be my new metal pick, but it's not in in hindsight. It's actually just like Papa Roach doing a reggae song. It probably counts. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'll I'll think of something else if you want to go around. <laughs> I think uh, I was just trying to fact check myself real quick because I think I can mash two together for live as well. Well, honorable mention. Alien Ant Farm doing the Michael Jackson cover. Yeah, that's good. I was gonna say you you win the you win the podcast if you um if you double the theme. You're well, here's the, the thing: I'm time. trying to find it. I like Eyeless by Slipknot, right? That's the best new metal song. Ah, lads, yeah. Eyeless by Slipknot. It's, it's it's what's up. I'm sure there there was like a live Saint Valentine's Day massacre gig or something. And it was a recorded live version of Eyeless, and it was on a CD called St. Valentine's Massacre. But I can't find it when I Google it real quick there. But there is one hundo a live version of Eyeless by Slipknot, and that's a great live version, and it's the best new metal song. Second is Smooth Criminal, 89 Firm. <laughs> that's my two there, anyway. Slash matchup. I really like that movie song by Alien Ant Farm. It's my... Oh, I love it. Great, yeah. I love Slip Biscuit as well. So I'll I'll oh, take yeah. that as my my pick. Um Which song? Break Stuff, obviously. Yeah. Break Stuff. God, it's good. Even though I was more partial to um Chocolate Starfish. Mm-hmm. What was that album called? And and hot Dog Flavored Water. Hop- yeah, exactly. Yeah, I used to listen to that a lot, which Break Stuff is not on, but um I'm gonna pick Break Stuff because it's also a good video. But like that cover of Freedom. Oh yeah, that one's great. Actually. I think that was the first um First Limp Biscuit, I probably heard. I'm like, this is fucking good shit. They kill it. Um, the Mission Impossible team tune they was did really for MI1. Too, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That Wes Borland, man. We used to like shout that at each other in the back of our coach's van on the way to games because we didn't get a bus. We always got in the back of his high, high ace. It's like, get in, get changed the van. We're going, we're late. <laughs> and we'd always be. Nice. Well, I. So. The fact that we've already covered, well, we haven't covered Lincoln Park. Maybe that can be yours, Anya. But um, <laughs> I will graciously accept. Yeah, yeah I, I know. You think my favorite new metal song? <laughs> I'm trying to help you out there. I have one. I have one. I have one pick. And well, I mean, the obvious Limp Biscuit for sure. I, I mean, Ant Farm, I wouldn't have thought of, but yeah, that's fair enough. But remember Cold Chamber? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking shock the monkey. They did with Ozzy. And they had uh, the roof is on fire as yeah. like a bonus track oh, at the oh. end of one of the albums. And they had this other oh, go. other song called um, just like it was just called Big Truck. <laughs> I think I remember that. <laughs> and it was just like do 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 big truck. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so fucking definitely honorable mention for those boys. Um, but let me see what else. I had it there. The cover that album was like Ozzy in a fucking ice cream truck looking weird, wasn't it? Or was it a guy who looks exactly like Ozzy in an ice cream truck outside of like a haunted house? I've just like vivid memory of that. 
I'm Maybe. Probably, I kind of want to pick Bullshit. those boys, but I'll I'll pick um because it hasn't been mentioned either. It's just corn. Oh yeah, you know. I was not. just thinking that um because do you remember when we were in Montreal, Greer? I was listening to Corn because that podcast that I like, um, the We Hate Movies. They did um, oh, yeah. an episode on Freak on the Leash, and they did they just listened to each song and then talked about it afterwards. <laughs> They're just like, this is all bad. Yeah, yeah. And I was re-listening to it again, and then it screwed up my Spotify algorithm for a while. Oh, you should have told me. We would have, we would have got her going in the house there. <laughs> I should have told you. <laughs> I think I was embarrassed. I was like, "Girl's gonna know I'm listening to corn." <laughs> Never be embarrassed about corn. I I was gonna say then I like I gotta pick a corn track, I guess, but I'll pick um, "Shoots and Ladders" because he nice. he does. Um, I think he's got the bagpipes in that one. And he, he has like the freak yeah. out as well, like the oh, yeah. So it's got like that's in every every corn song has that. Yeah, song. yeah. Right, but he just goes <laughs> like through all the different nursery <laughs> rhymes. Yeah, yeah. And then he freaks out in the end. It's great. Mary had that's on Follow the Leader or Life is Peachy. <laughs> it's on Life is Peachy. No, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Or is it on corn? Corn. It's on Life is Peachy. Can I also give a an honorable mention to um the song that I listened to once a year, Deftones Back to School. Oh, is that yeah, new metal? Like though? September first. Do you think that's new metal? Yeah, no, always. I don't the think so. No. Really? I don't think Deftones is new metal, man. I'm I'm literally googling Deftones. Uh, the I'm internet early says, stuff. The internet says it is early stuff. Yeah. No, I mean like changing said. the House of Flies and all that shit, man. No, the stuff you before white, then, white. like the first album, maybe. Like White Pony, I don't know. Around the Fur and White Pony are the two biggest albums. I I feel like they're not new metal, and they're relatively early there now. No, it would just be um, Adrenaline, I think. Yeah. Holy fuck! Have you listened it's... to the new Deftones album? No. My, my fucking mate Mini sent it to me. And he's like, "Oh, check this out, man! I like it." Or, or maybe, yeah, yeah. He said he was like wicked into it. And this track he sent me, someone else had just sent me saying it was shit. It's like, this shit is a sea shanty. Why are sea shanties a thing at, at the moment? I don't know why that is, but that's what it sounded like. And then another mate's like, this is sick, man. I love it. It's great. This is great. It sounds like a sea shanty. It's the best thing I've ever heard. That's a fucking sea shanty, man. Yeah. It actually wasn't bad. Sea, sea shanties are notoriously divisive, you know. Much like the sea. <laughs> Much like the sea itself, yeah. Respect all, all of that sea. ocean stuff. Ocean stuff. Anya, do you have a do you have a pick? I do. I'm gonna be completely honest about my process of deciding what my favorite new metal uh, song is. I googled new metal, best new metal songs ever, and I went through a whole list. And the only song I actually recognize is Crazy Town Butterfly. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, <new> metal. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. Internet says so. Oh, so. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, remember that one. Oh, I, I had that CD CD single. I had that CD single. I probably still do. Does that have to go on the playlist too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good I'm pretty sure. We talked about me and my missus talked about this recently. And she was like, oh, yeah, that song used to really get me going when I was younger. And I didn't poke into it, but I assume she means it literally t- turned her on. Like hearing the song, like, oh, it's a good song. Uh, I thought. Well, let's see how I, the rest of your Saturday goes. Have you <laughs> have you been have you started being like? I'll start from a butterfly. Like Come on, later. Sugar, baby. You got you got to just be like you got to like kind of ease it in. Be like, oh hey, you know, you ever tell you that you know you're my butterfly? 
Yeah. Hey, baby, you're my butterfly. Want some popcorn? And then play. <laughs> Just start whispering to her. Come and dance with me. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Whispering <laughs> is, is so creepy. I hate it. It is. It's bad. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna whisper at you next time I see you. Oh, you can't handle it. I can't handle. It. But the video to that song is um it's peak early 2000s there's like oh yeah tattoos and like very low like pant lines like uh, what am i talking about waistline and it's all and dyed hair spikes and then Spiky the eyebrow hair, rings. Yep. everyone's yeah. got an eyebrow ring star Ooh. tattoos yeah, yeah. Mm. oh yeah but that's great because i thought when we when we kind of went over the robson and jerome line i thought we were done but Turns out there was pulled it back. Turns out now we're done. (laughs) Oh, and Anya brought Anya brought us both of those. How nice! I brought it all to the table. Anya, you're you did it all for the nookie. You're welcome. (laughs) You did you do it for the nookie though? Nookie. I mean, why not? There's um, there's that lingerie (laughs) store on College called the Nookie, right? That's right. Yeah. 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 I wonder if they're. It's got to be related to that song, right? Big fans. (laughs) <laughs> here can i throw out like a i guess this isn't part of the podcast but i thought of a re- much later live version song that i liked i just saw go for it is, okay uh, fine i was watching Buffy you don't the win Vampire anymore so- though not, uh, i i retract my win no problem there was uh, episode the last season of buffy i've been re-watching all of buffy like they always have people playing at the bronze and it's never anyone too famous or anything but they had amy man on the last one and they're do a version of this is Ooh. how it goes it's pretty good it's a bit heavier. Ooh. Yeah. And then at the end, she's walking off. She goes, geez, I hate playing vampire towns. <laughs> Very good. Lulls. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, and there ends uh, another podcast on a, on the high and or low of um, Crazy Town and Amy Mann. Yay. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. Cheers. Um, Bye. Any last words? Bye.